Hi, I'm Kezia. I'm a stroke survivor and a member of BIND. And hi, I'm Carrie, a stroke survivor and a BIND member as well. And welcome to this episode of BIND Ways. Today we have invited Juan Enriquez, who is the president of the board of BIND, to join us today and kind of give us his perspective of the importance of a brain injury clubhouse. Welcome, Juan. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Welcome to Bind Waves, the official podcast of the Brain Injury Network of Dallas. I'm Brian White, Bind's Executive Director. On each episode, we'll be providing insight into the brain injury community. We'll be talking to members and professionals regarding their stories and the important role of Bind's Clubhouse. We work as a team to inspire hope, community, and a sense of purpose to survivors, caregivers, and the public. Thank you for tuning in to Bind Waves. Let's get on with the show. Now, as we get started, since as I told everyone the big news, you know, you're our president of the board. I'm happy to have you, but tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do in your off time, what you do from the real life and sure. fun stuff. Well, I don't have much off time, but let me, uh, <laughs> let me, let me break it down into two parts. The, on my personal self, um, I'm married. Between us, we have three kids, um, all in, you know, we're empty nesters, I guess, but it, we love having everybody around the house. Uh, I'm an avid sports fan, I'm born and raised in Texas, and a graduate of San Houston State University with a finance degree. Um, but I, I like to stay very active. I play all kinds of sports. I'm not necessarily good at them, but I'll play every sport there is. <laughs> From a professional standpoint, like I said, I'm a graduate of San Houston State. I went to Texas A&M and then uh, transferred over. I've worked for State Farm Insurance for 35 years now. I'm in the claims department. I've relocated eight times with the company. I've lived in... Uh, Houston, Corpus Christi, Austin, back to Houston, Eugene, Oregon, Portland, Oregon, Bloomington, Illinois, and now back here, well, here in Dallas. Um, I work in the claims division. I do predominantly the litigation work. These are lawsuits that are against the company or your complex lawsuits. It's what I do. Uh, I've served on, and we'll talk about this during, I've served on various boards as well. Um, but that's just a little bit about who I am and, and just a little bit about my background. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm going to ask you a question that I already know the answers to. <laughs> so how did you get involved with Bind? How did you even know about Bind, um, this clubhouse here in Dallas? Sure. I got involved with Bind because of Gesia, who's my stepdaughter. And when this, this event happened about five years ago now, um, I didn't know anything about brain injuries except what I knew from State Farm. We, we get a lot of people who've been in car accidents and they allege brain injuries. Some do have brain injuries, of course. And, and that's all I knew about it. As, as this event occurred, as I saw the rehab that Gessia was going through, and then she moved here with us, she started going this thing called BIND. And I'm like, what is, what is BIND? You know, you, you don't know it's an acronym, so you think of BIND, well, what are they, BIND? You know, what is that? But it, it's not so much of what Bind was, but what I, it was more about what I saw Bind was doing in Gessia's life. What I started noticing was a bigger sense of purpose, a bigger challenge. And, and the one thing, and I don't say this because Gessia's sitting here, from the time this all happened, Gessia has been relentless, and I'm not going to let this get in my way. I'm not going to let this be a roadblock. And what I've seen from Bind is that Bind has been that tool, that vehicle that has helped Gessia keep going. Prime example, this podcast. Prime example, the people that, that she has met here, that she stays in contact with. So what? why am I involved with Bind? Because Bind became personal to me. 
And, um, and again, I'm sure we'll talk about it as we go down, but the conversations I had with Valerie when I was, you know, asked to come to the board and all what I was looking for. But that's how I'm involved because I, I am um, the stepfather of a brain injury survivor and have just, it opened up a whole new life, a whole new world. Sure. What's so important about this too is now my son, uh, Kesia's stepbrother, is now also in the board of directors as the treasurer. So now he's becoming involved and he's even made the comment of, wow, this is a whole different world almost. And there's just so much to get to know and so much we can do to help. Okay, well, one, of course, you, like you said, you kind of already answered it. But I, what, based on what you said, like how you dealt with or knew what you knew about brain injuries before from what you do for a living, how accurate would you say you really knew anything about brain injury before Kezia or before you met Bind? I mean... I, I didn't know anything at all now that I think about it. You know, you, you, when you hear brain injury, you, you think of the brain injury. What you don't think about is the recovery. Mm-hmm. You don't think about the rehab. You don't think about what people who suffered the brain injury have to go through. You don't think about the resolve that they have, and you don't think about mentally what they're going through. You know, I'll never forget, I, I was overhearing, I was eavesdropping, Guess I was talking to a group of, uh, I guess, neurosurgeons, psychologists in Costa Rica, I think it was. And I'll never forget that Gessia on the Zoom, she said at the very end, I want to I want to bring up this very important point. And that's the lack of knowledge that families have when someone has a brain injury. We are a prime example. We didn't know what to think. We would talk to the doctors and what limited information I knew as far as medical I was trying to get as much I could from the doctors, but we didn't. The uncertainty was a lot more than the certainty at that time. So now what Bind has done is Bind has not only really helped me understand what brain injury is, but it's the whole recovery process, the whole step of, no, I'm going to get to here and just seeing all the folks that are a part of that. And now I ask myself, when I was talking to Valerie, what skill sets do I have that I can bring to Bind? Mm-hmm. Because I've served on two other boards as a board of director. What can I bring to Bind to try to make it better or help it continue in the road we're going? Okay. And that kind of leads on to the one of the next questions that a lot of people were wondering as to, like, why would you even be a board of directors? Like, do you have to be, like, have some certain degree or, you know, a lot of questions about that. Sure. Um, so what prompted you to be in the board of directors and to be that involved with a clubhouse? Yeah. Great question. Uh, I'm the kind that I don't sit at the sidelines. I'm, I need to be on the field at all times. That's just the way I'm the way I'm built. Um, because of my skill sets, because of my experiences on the board, if you know when when Valerie called me and I wasn't expecting it, but she actually interviewed me one night out of the blue. She calls me, she said, "I'm going to call you," and she started asking me questions. And the first question she said is, "Why do you want to be on here?" And I said, "The reason I want to be on the board of directors is because I've seen the difference it makes to Kesia." I said, "If it makes that big a difference to Kesia, I can only imagine how it impacts everybody that's there, mm-hmm. not just Kesia." I said, "And I feel I can bring some maybe expertise." not in the brain injury, but in the overall business aspects of it. Because in the board of directors, we're not in the weeds. You guys have one of the greatest directors we could have found, which is Brian, Valerie. I mean, there's, geez, you know, she hung the moon here. We in the board kind of look at things at a 15,000 foot level 
when we talk about budgets, when we talk about expenditures, we're not talking about the every day-to-day things the staff do. We're talking about how do we keep these doors open? How do we expand? What And then, and then during the COVID years, this is when I joined, was that during in 2020, we really had a lot of conversation about when do we reopen buying? What, you know, is it telling someone to go get a vaccination? Are we giving medical advice? Those are the kind of things the board deals with. And, and luckily, I've been a big part of conversations, whether in corporate America or in other companies, to kind of be able to give my two cents and whatever it's worth. Yeah, that's great. All right. So and then, I mean, we've kind of talked about this a lot, but um, trying to, as you said, you know, we look at the big picture, everything. So we're trying to encourage our listeners to learn more about brain injury and get more involved and. I don't even know how you, t- I mean, as a brain injured person, you know, we try all the time to explain, well, it's a silent disease. It, you, just because someone says they have a brain injury, you look at them, they look normal, they look fine, mm-hmm. but th- their processing may be a little slower sure. and just trying to educate. And I mean, how do you, how do you see that you can help us educate everyone? Just not survivors that are trying to recover, but. Yeah. You know, I, I, I I've often thought about how do we help the public. I think of my my son, who's now on the board of directors. And the first time I sat down with him, I also just brought in another um, person on the board director named Martin Reyes, who's also now on the board. And how I started that conversation, they had no idea there was a clubhouse. You know, Martin is actually a physician's assistant who did his, his residency in brain injury, yet he was not aware of the clubhouse and or what happens when the therapy, when the rehab ends, where do these where do these folks go to continue the, into that road of recovery? And that's what needed to be explained to them because here's someone who even did their residency and wasn't aware of it. So that's the $64 question. Our, our social media, are we, are we utilizing it to educate as well? Second thing, let's open the doors, volunteers. People can come in and volunteer. You don't necessarily be, need to be on the board. There's a lot of other things you could do to help out in the clubhouse as well. Just the word of mouth. I mean, people at State Farm know about this already, mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know, they go tell other people as well. But I, I'm just amazed, but I shouldn't be because I did not even know Bind existed until, you know, I I became a, a member of it. But we have a long way to go. We have a long way to go, and, and I think for the purpose that is served at the clubhouse, we can't be silent. We need to let people know we're out here because there's a lot of people, I would assure you, who are looking for something like this, who had a brain injury, who still don't know that that bind is here. Right. Yeah. And I think that you've hit like a lot of topics that I think it's so important that we communicate and also mention a lot of times at the podcast. And you mentioned it one time when I was doing um, a speech. Mm-hmm. Um it's just the importance of like letting other people, not just brain injury survivors, about the importance of community and like how our um, our recovery lasts forever. And one of them is that it never stops. And we need that kind of education to go on to move it forward. So I know you mentioned it a lot, but mm-hmm. what is um, how do you encourage others? I know as a uh, brain, in- I mean, as a. Uh, board of directors that's kind of like how you mentioned outside mm-hmm. but how do you encourage for other for public to be involved with brain injury um, you do a lot of work but how how does that work or how do you engage other people to be here sure 
by helping them understand what the purpose and the mission is here at Bind, I think is the is the biggest thing. And I know Martin's out there talking to people, the new board director. In fact, we have someone who's just joined Bind. That's one of his patients who didn't had never even heard of it as well. It's it's word of mouth. It's helping them understand. It's opening the doors. It's saying, hey guys, if you have any questions, I want to be a resource in case anybody else is out there as well. But it's got to start with the word of mouth, with spreading the word of mouth. And, and I know you guys spread it quite a bit, and you're talking to a lot of people as well. You know, there's that, and here's that sensitive piece of, and, and it's funny because Devin and I were just talking about this the other day, is you, most people don't deal or, or have an experience of being around someone that has suffered a brain injury. So they don't know what to do. Right. Do I just leave that person alone? Do I not talk to that person? Uh, do I need to slow down? They don't know. I've come here and what I see is friendships galore. I see love here. I see understanding. And that has actually helped me a lot now going, okay, you know what? Everybody's the same here. There's nothing has changed. They got some challenges. They're working through them and they're conquering their challenges. And, you know, when we had the luncheon and the two guys that got up and they were the MCs and they were reading <laughs> They weren't going to let anything stop them from mm-hmm. doing that. And, and they did a, fan, a fantastic job. So right. it's helping the public understand that brain injury survivors, they're no different than us. We, we're all the same. They're just going through some challenges and they're defeating and they're, they're, you know, they're striving to be the best. Some may strive to just get rid of one cognitive issue. But at the end of the day, it's an ongoing fight mm-hmm. and they're right. winning. So yep. it's awesome. Thank you. Sure. Yeah. Thanks so much, Juan. And we just, to our listeners out there, let's go ahead and click that like button. Go ahead and share. Click the notify if you're listening. And as Juan said, feel free to go to our website, thebind.org, and there's a volunteer application. We'd love to see you in the clubhouse as well. So thank you very much. Thanks for that advice, sure. Juan. We're always we're always looking for good people to join us and be a part of Team Bind. And don't forget, we have a location in Fort Worth. They need volunteers as well. So if you're not in Collin County and you're in Tarrant County, got opportunities for you there and hopefully we'll continue to grow i know that's big picture on the board's mind too is where can we go next what's our next location what do you see there well we are looking at other areas i know we're still trying to find a permanent location for fort worth um, we've got some new areas that we're going to look at we have talked about the possibility of going to san antonio as our next uh, endeavor we are looking at the possibility of a south dallas location because we are in the north texas area so I, I think I can truly say that right now financially bind is strong and we're in a good spot to where now we can start once we get Fort Worth up and running at 100 percent, we can now start looking at another spot within Texas. Um, there, there's still I, I hate to start looking at another spot when we're still looking for a place in Fort Worth. Sure. Let's finish the job. Let's make sure that we're an up and good and properly staffed then we'll go ahead and move wherever it makes sense. And if that's San Antonio, it's San Antonio. Uh, if it's, you know, South Dallas, it's South Dallas. But we are going to expand Bind. There's no question about that's it. That's all I want to hear. Yeah, we yeah, are. And, that, sure. that, and that's something that the, the board has taken on yeah. as a mission that we will expand because it is needed and, and there's so much... There's so many people out there who don't know about it who could benefit from it. So, Absolutely. yes. Well, I mean, I'm a day one girl, so I <laughs> love watching the growth. It's been exciting for me, you know, over the 11 years that we've been here to watch all the growth and to get new people like Kezia and 
Kelsey is one of those people that, you know, I probably started plateauing, slowing down with my recovery. And then as these new youngsters come in, you know, mm-hmm. they get you more encouraged. They get you more excited about new things and help you set oh, yeah. new goals. Yeah. So. I have uh, seen Gisha from the time it happened to today, and, and it's it's day and night who who I see. Uh, yeah, Gisha is a prime example of what buying can, how buying can help someone truly uh, get back and recapture what they are trying to get back. Thank you, yeah. guys. Sure. I start sweating when you guys talk about <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, it's true. let's I mean, put a pause. It's, it's Thank truth. you guys so you much. Know, I haven't invited my parents on. Well, but you know, look, look at you. You're, you're on the board of directors as well. You know, you're the secretary of the board of directors. There's nothing that's stopping you from doing it. You mm-hmm. stand there. You send out the minutes. You ask the questions in there. You speak up when you want to speak up. That's awesome. Yeah, you know? I don't and think I'm, anyone I'm, has any doubt that I'll speak up. Oh, we know you'll speak, speak up. up. <laughs> we really like having members on the board of directors. I think that's important because we're not here every day. Right. You guys are. And you, in fact, even in the last meeting, you enlightened me on some things that I was even misinformed about in my own mind about, no, we're doing this, we're doing that. That's very important. That's very important to have board members as part of, well, to have members of the clubhouse as part of sure. our board of directors. Sure. Yeah, I think that you talked a lot about adding on different locations. Um, I just also want to point out to subscribers that are listening to this that are not in Texas or that are in Texas and not in Dallas or San Antonio or any other places. This is something that's needed like nationwide um, because there's a, there isn't many places that are for brain injury survivors. Um, and I think that's something awesome for you to be pointing out. So thank sure. you so much, Juan. Sure. Uh, one thing that I do want to know, though, is what have you learned thus far in the last years that you've been part of uh, Bind that you really think that is something that you probably never heard about um, until that you've been part of the clubhouse and also as family member and mm-hmm. stepfather of, of a brain injury survivor? Like, what is something that you must share with others, I think that the biggest uh, learning is that brain injury is not the end of all. Um, a brain injury is but a bump in the road for someone. And, and I remember, guess yeah, when a lot of the nurses and doctors would come in to the room at the hospital, they would look at your mom, they would look at me, and they would say, she's going to be fine. This is a hiccup. This is it. And you need to treat it that way. I, I always, you hear brain injury and you think, oh, well, that person is going to be bedridden. That's going absolutely not. I could, you know, I remember, I remember the first time I came into Bind, very first time, wasn't a board member or anything. I met a gentleman up front and I introduced myself and he said, and who do you know here? And I told him, first thing he did, hey, I'd like to take you on a tour of the clubhouse. I didn't ask for a tour. He's like, I said, Sure. The pride that came out mm-hmm. of him showing the masks, showing the stories, showing the pictures, it took me to every single room and, and took the time to explain what it is they were doing. I stood here and said, this guy has a lot of pride in the clubhouse, and this guy has a lot of knowledge of this as well. But I think that the biggest learning is that having a brain injury doesn't mean it's the end of anything. If anything, it's the start of something new. Mm-hmm. It's the start of challenges, if that's what it takes. But what I see from people here, people who don't quit, there's another thing I saw here is how much support everybody has for one another. You come into here, everybody's friend, friendly. I mean, I come in, people don't know who I am. They come up and introduce themselves to me. 
But how can you go wrong? How can you not succeed in what you're trying to do when you've got 80, 90 people? You've got a staff that's one of the most educated staff, and we're blessed to have these guys. How, you know, how can you fail? How can you not reach where you're trying to reach when you've got so many people supporting you? You know, behind the scenes, you got a board of directors. We're here to support the members as well. Valerie is gold. I mean, but having Brian here too now has just continued that momentum that Valerie set. So that's the biggest thing is that when you when you become part of a clubhouse, what I'm seeing is just the people, they want to be here, how they get up and they thank the leaders in the clubhouse on how they, they, it's impacted their lives and it's made a difference to them. And when we sit here and we listen to this, it gives me even more, and I, I, tell, I remember telling this to my son, this makes me feel like I want to do even more. After the gala, I, I just stood there going home that night going, what can we do more mm -hmm. for Bind? I yeah. mean, because the gala was just such a huge success, you it know, was. with the people there. And I, I think, I mean, as Juan mentioned, I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there, give another plug. Again, feel free to come into our either office. Yes. Um, let us explain. We talk a lot about the work order day on the podcast and with our different members that we've had come on. Um, but the work order day is what gives us absolutely that pride that Juan is, ta Juan is talking about. We come in, we have a job to do, and we're going to do that job. We're also, while the board is making sure the budget is there to keep the lights on, we're making sure we're doing the day-to-day -day tasks to keep the lights on so that we stay on budget as well. We're not as good at that because we're the members, not the board. We don't have to worry about it. But <laughs> yeah. please come in and take a tour, get to know us. Even if you just have questions about brain injuries and you're not ready to volunteer, but something that sounds interesting, please take the time to go ahead and come visit us and learn more about brain injury and stay listening to our podcast again. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Juan, for being here today. It's been it's been eye-opening. I always enjoy having an outside perspective on. Well, thanks, thanks for having me. Uh, I can tell you on behalf of the board, the board is made up of a diversity. It, it really diversified uh, who is in there, but when we're in there, we are one common goal, and that is the success of BIND, and that's the way it's going to continue being. So uh, BIND isn't going anywhere except up <laughs> and, and wide, and that, that we as the board are making sure that that's going to happen. And I think as the word slowly spreads, you're going to see the growth slowly go with it as well. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. Truly, truly appreciate it. Thank you again for taking sure. your time out to be with us. And thank you to all our listeners. Again, feel free to contact us at bindwaves at thebind.org with any questions you have or to set up a tour or just stop by at any location. Check out the website, thebind.org, to get the location information. And you can just stop by and come in. And like you said, some friendly face will greet you and give you a tour. <laughs> Correct. And also, you can always email us as well at bindwaves at thebind.org. So please do not forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, everything. And also, you can hit the uh, notify button on YouTube uh, while listening to our Bindwaves episodes. So you can follow us on any of your favorite uh, podcasts, platforms. <laughs> so until next time. Until next time. We hope you've enjoyed listening to Bind Waves and continue to support Bind and our nonprofit mission. We support brain injury survivors as they reconnect into the life, the community, and their workplace. And we couldn't do that without great listeners like you. We appreciate each and every one of you. Continue watching. Until next time. Until next time.